Hey, welcome to Sex, Drugs, and baby, I can hear your fucking mouth noises. <laughs> I'm mimicking Sydney. <laughs> She's doing the intro. I'm trying to intro my podcast here. Go ahead. Hey, welcome to Sex, Drugs, and Spirituality with Sydney DeLorean. That's me. And here in the studio is my immature, childish boyfriend, Zach Bird. How's it going, Bird? Hey. <laughs> um. So I wanted to do a year wrap-up show for the pod, because that's what we do at this time of year. Um, I mean, I think most importantly, uh, this show started out 2019. It was still Simonche. Uh And uh, I'm looking at our iTunes listings right now, and apparently um, the first episode we did last year, or of this past year, is... Uh, STIs, January 2nd. Nice. Just starting out New Year's with a bang. <laughs> um, but uh, then uh, in Febu- uh, February, uh, it became Sex, Drugs, and Spirituality. And um, that was weird. <laughs> <laughs> How long was it Simone Che for then? Um, I think a year and a half. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think a year and a half, and then um, in February, February it became sex, drugs, and spirituality, and I was really worried um, because I've done other podcasts before. I've had other podcasts before this one, but this was my first one that I felt was really tracking towards being commercially successful and right. had a following, and so I didn't want to let it end. And um, as a listener, I didn't want to. I, th- I liked your guys <laughs> back and forth. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a good show. And I was kind of thinking, OK, I, I don't want to throw away all this work I've done. I think it's going moving towards something. Maybe I can make this work on my own. Uh-huh. Um, and I put it out there that, I, you know, maybe I'd have some guest hosts mm-hmm. if people wanted to reach out to me, because my favorite thing about the podcasting community is like the people I've met through it. Um, so I, um, I put that call out just like, Hey, if anyone wants to come on the show and then, um, I ended up meeting some of my favorite people who I now consider really close friends. Like, and that was just like, it was overwhelming having complete strangers say, Oh, I listened to the show. I want to do an episode. Um, and so, a big shout out, I guess, to number one, Rob Love. They mm-hmm. don't call him fan favorite for nothing. Right. He really stepped it up and uh, we're, we got him that microphone. So 2020, there's going to be. Sky's the limit. Yeah, sky's the limit. We're going to have pup dates up the wazoo. Um, and then also Scott McNulty, obviously. Sure. You. Thank you. Um, and then. Uh, let ben me, James. Ben James. Um, uh, Mark Kamire. Uh, let's see who else did we have on as I'm going through, I'm trying to go through in order. Um, Oh, Kat Eckerdine was on, um, the Disney princess episode. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, and then we had, uh, Bailey was, Bailey on. was on. That's true. And a um, bunch of people. I know I'm trying to go in order, baby. Oh, I'm and sorry. you keep interrupting me. We had Darlene Hayden. Come on. We had, um, Sad Baby Beck was on, yeah. who we adore. Yes. Um, oh, my friend Jessica McClyman was on. Yeah. That was cool. Uh, Alex was on. Yes. She keeps her last name. Uh, 
hidden because she has a respectable life to protect. Fair enough. Um, uh, I only, I had one. You had one. <laughs> but then not after podcasting. That's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. that's true. Uh, oh, yeah. Writer Lauren Melisi was on yeah. um, by her book, uh, Final Girl. It's in its third publishing right now because it keeps selling out. Um, Casey was on. Uh, lots of us. Oh, Minky Deluxe. Paris Agogo. Um, James was on to talk about his corgi. Uh, so, yeah, we had a lot of uh, guest stars and um, more coming next year. Darren is coming soon. That's true. Retired detective uh, Darren Birch, uh, who's also an author um, and very handsome man. Don't yes. get jealous, Zach. It's all right. Uh, he is going to come on the show to talk to me about sexual predators. Yeah, he's been on Board and Sober a few times. Um, check that out. Yeah, go listen to those. It's really great. Darren is um, not only a retired police detective, but he also is a published author. So he has a he has a way. He has a way about him. He's entertaining. And he uh, does um, haunted houses every Halloween. He does it all. He does it all. He's great. Uh, I think that'll be a really good podcast. Yeah, um, I can't wait to have him on. Um, so I wanted to mostly do a wrap up of sexual predators, uh, busted, um, in 2019. And I say that because I know that it's a group effort taking down these evildoers, but you know that like I, in my heart and my soul and my mind, I believe that this podcast took down R. Kelly. (laughs) (laughs) Because we were the first podcast to talk about R. Kelly's sex cult in 2018. We were the first podcast to ever mm-hmm. do anything about R. Kelly's sex cult. I want to just start naming people that I think are suspect. Well, and yeah. then hopefully something happens. Yeah, well, we'll, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, so before we get to our list of predators, yeah, uh, because it is New Year's Eve as we record this. Do you do, you do New Year's resolutions, Zach? Every new year, I just kind of go, all right, Zach, this year, just be less, you know how you are. Just be less, <laughs> like. Is that how it goes? Yeah. I'm like, come on. You know what you, like the things that you need to do. Like, yeah. just be a little bit better in a lot of different areas. Okay. Instead yeah. of picking one thing to fully excel at, you go, just everything Get a little better at it. Yeah, right. Because it seems like October, for whatever reason, and this is before like Rogan and them have been doing Sober October. Like I quit drinking in October. Oh. Um, you know, in 2016. And then, but I think before that, when I started working out heavily and losing weight, that was also an October thing. Okay. And not for any year. It's just what, when it happened. You know yeah. what I mean? Um quit smoking in October like I it's it's just kind of seems to be when I make changes okay um failed no nut November you witnessed that yeah I sucked him dry yeah so um no I yeah I'm always it's always with food right I feel like that's a big one for everyone like cutting out this and this and the food gets so bad towards the end of the year that everyone's like listen I can't turn it around right now but January 1st that's when I'm going to turn it around right um we have 
uh, our trip coming up for my birthday, uh, January 6th. Woot woot. Yeah. Uh, we're going to Knott's and Disneyland, and, and uh, I'm going to be eating out of control, I'm yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. After that, I'm going to get it together. You know I've been trying to cut down on sugar and carbs and stuff, So, and I've been You've done a really great job. I've been impressed because Zach is a he's a sugar holic. He's a sugar holic. He uh, loves his sweet treats um, to a degree that is alarming. And so when he said, "I think I'm gonna cut out sugar and carbs," I was like, "This good luck." And then I did kind of for a while. You did, but then you know you went to some holiday parties, and that yeah, I underestimated the holidays. Thanksgiving, I was fine. November, Mm -hmm. it was just like okay. Thanksgiving came. And I ate like shit. You came over to my family's yeah. and, and I ate like shit. You ate fine. You know, I think. Right. Yeah. But then everything, every moment of my life since Thanksgiving, <laughs> because I, I usually am my thinnest in December. That's my thinnest month of the year. And that has not been true this December because yeah. right after Thanksgiving um, was when I was hit by that drunk driver. And I think just I'm... I got a lot on the table right now, and uh, I really ate my way through it. Because, yeah. listen, if you're having a hard time in life, you're not sleeping enough, you you have a chronic illness, you have back pain because a drunk driver drove into you. Um, Whatever it may be. Yeah, it's a great time of year where if you ever feel bad, there's you're never more than like two steps away from chocolate. Yeah. And so that's kind of been... My thing this month where I felt feel like the I haven't been off the rails, I haven't been binge eating, but I've definitely been treating myself because mm. it's I had a friend once tell me because I was I was beating myself up because I was like working full time, taking six classes that semester and um you know, just uh, running myself ragged and I f- was like, yeah, I just haven't been going to the gym as much and I just really hate that. I need to get together and she goes you know, like maybe this isn't the time in your life for that. Like not. Yeah. It's not always the time to do everything. And so if you're working full time and you're going to school full time, you're it's possible you can't go to the gym seven days a week. Yeah. And maybe you you can only make it two, and that's going to be okay until the semester's over. And it just was like it's the most common sense. Right. Right. But. um, Yeah, I think. um you're setting yourself self up for failure in a way if you're going like, okay, this New Year's, I, I don't know. It's just like, I imagine how much I'd be beating myself up because we're going to Disney right yeah. now. I'd be like, well, but I made a resolution and I'd just be miserable on the whole trip. Well, or and then you go, okay, well, now I have to wait an entire year to get it together or maybe I just get it together when I'm back from this trip. Yeah, it's, it's sort of like um, with relapsing from alcohol or something. And then people just go, well, I already relapsed. And then they go deeper and deeper. Or you can just get back on the horse. That's what I find. You're going to have slip ups with food and with maybe you go a few days without working out. Yeah. Whatever. But it's important to just get back into the swing of things. And just go whoops. Yeah. It happens. I have a friend who um, was uh, making sex to a sex worker. Uh And um, he slipped out at the exact moment that he came and so as he was coming and not inside of her he said whoops 
And I think about that a lot, <laughs> more than I should. They're like, whoops, I meant to come in you. <laughs> yeah, where it's it's not a big deal. It's just, listen, I wanted it to go one way. It went the other way. Yeah. Whoops. whoops. And so yeah. I think about that. Yeah, if you've been sticking really, for example, if you've been, I was I ate really good one day, and then I got home from work at like 11 o'clock, and you had all these cookies you'd brought home from your sister's house. Mm-hmm. And after a day of eating healthy, I ate half this bag of cookies. Yeah, it was a big Ziploc bag. It was a big Ziploc bag. <laughs> and and then, yeah, we did go and get some onion rings because I was I said I'd been craving onion rings all day. And I was so proud of myself that I didn't eat onion rings. And now I just ate all these calories in the cookies, which wasn't even what I wanted. So we might as well go get onion rings. Yeah. But I didn't myself up about it i just said whoops Whoops. and then the next morning i started again and said okay today we're gonna try to make it through the entire day without putting trash in our mouth right for me it's been i don't know what it is with with every because i it's no secret to anybody that that uh, i eat a lot of sweets and stuff yeah so now that's what people get me but it's oh, like yeah, yeah, I yeah. am kind of pickier, I think, than people realize. And so it's I don't know. There's just stuff I uh, that I don't mind indulging on. Yeah. Like, man, I would have loved if people would have got um, <laughs> like what's what's the that stuff that I get at Disneyland that place? Oh, the Tangaroa. Oh, the Tangaroa. The Tangaroa toast. toast. Yeah. yeah, but obviously they can't get me that. But I'm saying like. Uh, so one of my sisters got me 12 pack of root beer after I told her I'm trying to cut out sugar. Yeah, she's a cunt. <laughs> and then my other sister also got me root beer and a bunch of other soda. I don't know how that I don't know how that rumor got started that I'm like, I don't even drink soda. really. Yeah. I do love root beer. I do. Yeah. But it's just like, ooh, OK. And I was like, "Well, this is gonna last forever." And it, no, I, <laughs> I've, I've made up. I'm over halfway through them. Um, so there's that, and then yeah, just a bunch of other treats. And then people just got me like uh, toffee and fudge, and again, not my chosen sort of sweets that I gravitate towards. But I no complaints. I killed that fudge today. In fact, I yeah. People, please stop sending Zach. <laughs> stop giving zach sugar he has enough temptation in his life he doesn't need you putting it right in front of his face (laughs) i think it's just they don't know what else to get me maybe they're like yeah fatty likes food i'm trying to think in my head of a version of jolene but instead of like singing to the other woman please don't take my man i'm singing to sugar yeah (laughs) please don't feed him just because you can Is that what that song is? I guess yeah, I know. it's been a while yeah, since I've heard it. There's a new podcast out called Dolly Parton's America. Um, I've been meaning to listen to that. As it's well. it's really good, and there's an episode about Jolene where they talk about how it subverts the formula of any country music prior because most songs about another woman is "You ain't woman enough to take my man" or right. that sort of thing. But uh, Dolly Parton kind of flips it around and she's saying, you know, you're pretty, you've got great hair. I get why he would like you, 
but please don't take him from me. He's all I have. Well, that's Dolly Parton killing you with kindness to the bitter end. Right? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, that is exactly how uh, how it goes. Um, so, yeah, so that's happening. My only New Year's resolution is to wash my hair less. <laughs> less. All right. Well, if you wash it too much, it dries out and it gets breaky, which I'm a bleach blonde, so there's already issues there. Um, and I, I've cut down, I used to be an every other day person and now I'm an every third day person. And so my goal is to fuck around and become an every fourth day person when it comes to washing my hair because it'll grow out nicer. Yeah. I know you like my wisps, which is what Zach calls my breakage. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's going to be a fun smell dealing with your dirty hair have you ever smelt my hair before no, i'm just being a dick yeah you're i know a- that um that uh, women don't wash their hair as much because it's just long and more of a chore it's more of a chore and time consuming but you're not supposed to wash it i honestly i think that's what's going on with uh angela from 90 day fiance <laughs> in addition to the fact that she's she lives in rural Georgia. She's not going to a high-end salon, and they're probably overlapping the bleach when they do her roots. Aside from getting a bad bleach job, it it appears to me that she washes her hair daily, which explains I a lot of the texture. I wash my hair daily, and it's and it's beautiful because it's <laughs> short. Yeah, hair is dead cells, so the longer it gets, the, the longer more, it's uh, been around being fucking dead. Yeah, if you grew your fingernails out super long. The ends of them would be ratty as hell. Oh, gotcha. So that's the deal with hair is that it it doesn't it's dead cells. It doesn't have its own way of moisturizing. So the hair on your scalp, it's new, it's young, and it has all those oils hitting it. But your tips, they don't got shit. So you got to not wash them every day. You got to let the oils work through. So that's your only resolution? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure I have a few others. I mean, I just am always trying to be better. It's not specific to a time of year, but... Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, I want to make more money this year. Mm-hmm. Get the ATMs up and going. Yeah, if anyone in the uh, Phoenix metro area wants an ATM in your business, yeah, let us know. That's what I do. That's what Zach does. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone's been asking what he does. And <laughs> aside from um, bus nuts, he also uh, manages ATMs. Yeah. Uh, okay, so should we get into the uh, predators of 2019? Yeah, I I was I was almost depressed or like bummed out. No, disappointed with how many there were. I was like, oh, that's a good subject. It seems like that's all I'm on here talking about, right? Yeah, and there are there are some that I'm not going to talk about. There's like a lot of SoundCloud rappers who it's are like, yeah getting which oh that just reminds I just me haven't Tekashi, researched Takashi six nine but yeah so I like Googled and it just came up with like the obvious ones. There was the R Kelly thing this year. There was Jeffrey Epstein obviously, mm-hmm. but then there wasn't really anything else that i was seeing there's the at the heart of gold the gymnast dude and i was like i'm not sure this is gonna make for a great podcast it's all great okay um (laughs) so yeah there was r kelly because surviving r kelly uh premiered in january um there was uh ryan adams which you came on the pod to talk about yeah because you hated him anyways yeah so you were super excited to see him uh me too yeah uh, Lou Pearlman, the uh, documentary about the Backstreet Boys came out. Yeah, yeah. 
So that was exciting. We already knew he was a pervert, but it, it hit the mainstream. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how people knew that Bill Cosby was a rapist for 30 years. Right. And then it somehow caught legs. The uh, chickens are, are coming home to roost finally. Yeah, it takes it took a long time for people to start giving a shit about yeah. women being sexually assaulted. Right. Uh so then we had Larry Nasser. He was the Olympic gymnast coach. Yeah. And he sucks. He's in jail, I think. Hopefully. He might I'm gonna Google him while you do that. Yeah, like, look he him might up. be dead. Oh, I would love that. Um, Jeffrey Epstein, who is dead. is dead, and he was a predator for decades before that happened. Um, Rob and I did an episode about Jeff Smith, who uh, was a cook known for a show called The Frugal Gourmet, um, but he was a molester. But that it wasn't a recent news story. Um, He's at uh, Larry Nasser's alive. So. Oh, he is alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, and then we did we did an episode about Budafield cult, and that guy was a molester, Michael Andres. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that might be it for the uh, the people we did shows about this year. But definitely the Drake shit hit in 2018. Uh, Kevin Spacey. Oh, Kevin Spacey. Do you know that? I don't know the details of that. Should I do a show about Kevin Spacey? Because one of his accusers died like two days ago in suspicious circumstances. That's up to you. I mean, it's not super current, right? You know. Yeah, but if his accuser died two days ago. Yeah, yeah. Because people are saying, oh, he had it was a hit job. I um, to be honest, don't know a whole lot about it, but it was pretty weird. So he had the um these accusations, right? And it's this like actor but was really young when kevin spacey like kind of forced himself a little bit yeah allegedly i mean it sounds like it did happen i so here's i did not say that's another dude i i never liked i never fucking really yeah i like a couple movies he's in but just something about every role he has he's like some sort of genius and it's this in the same way and he just plays this asshole and i'm i don't know i didn't like american beauty that much i got my own issues with it well no i just i never saw it coming and i maybe because i haven't seen a kevin spacey movie in probably 15 years that i can't i can't picture but i i definitely didn't see it coming with him I I don't know that I saw that coming. I just kind of had a vibe off of him like he just seemed like a piece of shit. <laughs> well, so I was talking uh, when before we started recording, I was saying that we, you know, we'll recap the Predators who we covered on the show and some that we haven't. And then you thought I meant we'll cover people who haven't been exposed exposed yet i i just meant sexual predators who who we hadn't done a show about and you thought i meant people who hadn't been busted yet and i go i got some guesses (laughs) yes we'll just so these are just people that i sort of like kevin spacey i just didn't like um and then when that came out or ryan adams who i always hated and then when that came out i was like haha yeah i'm not happy that somebody was you know 
sexually assaulted or whatever, someone that was a victim of theirs, but, um, you know, you're happy to see them brought down. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, Pete Davidson. <laughs> yeah. So what's, I'd like what's... to see something happen with him just cause, uh, and I don't know to that level. Listen, I'm sure he's maybe a nice dude. I don't, I feel he's bad a... even saying that, but I just, I'm tired of seeing him. He's just one of those dudes like Adam driver. I told you, I'm just, it, it seems like every role I'm like, how is one man in every movie? And it's a lot of movies that I'm really excited about. And then I find out Adam driver's lead role. Oh my God. Damn it. <laughs> well, let's back it up to, to Pete, Pete Davidson. Davidson. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. he is a troubled person. He's got a lot of issues. He's struggled with substance abuse. His dad was killed in 9-11. His dad was a first yeah. responder. Like, it fucked him up. And I, I, he hasn't been shy about the fact that he has some mental health issues. Right. And I Which remember... Which is kind of what makes him fucking bulletproof in a way. Well, I was going to say it's what I think makes chicks attracted to him. Right. Because there is this sort of broken doll thing where you just... He's so creative, but like he's hurt. He has hurt inside. I think, I th- I think there's something to um, your stock going up. If you date a hot or famous person... Then it makes you like your stock goes up. So now he dated Ariana Grande. So now it's like, oh, he's this hot commodity. But he's also so now he's dating Cindy Crawford's 18 year old daughter. Uh-huh. And there was something I saw in the, uh, some online article about that, that apparently they were in some crazy fight. And it's Cindy Crawford and her husband outside uh, the hotel, wherever they were staying at. And it. Like somebody had overheard this conversation between them and they gave like snippets of it. So who knows how reliable Uh it is. But uh, according to this passerby, like Cindy Crawford's husband was going, yeah, he's scratching at his eyes. He's not well, blah, blah, blah. And they were they were talking about rehab potentially for him. But um, whether or not that's true, I'm sure they're not thrilled about this dude who has all these problems and they're 18 year old daughter yeah because he's in his mid-20s so it's not a huge age difference no but it's look up how old he is he's 26 okay so he's 26 she's 18 it's not a huge age difference but like those are it's kind of a whatever um but him dating ariana grande was so interesting to me because it was like watching someone else have a manic episode the two of them together Cause they just, they got engaged six weeks after starting dating or it was just, and they were very public about it. It was like this, um, public display of mania and I enjoyed it because, uh, I I think I even talked to Shu about it on the podcast where I said, even though I myself no longer engage in, um, mentally unhealthy things, I remember what it's like to like have a manic episode or you, you know, where you like you meet somebody and there's this magic and you think, oh, my God, we're meant to be together, blah, blah, blah. And it's all none of it's real. It's just all these crazy chemicals in your brain because you're an unstable person. Yeah. And you want to believe that another human being is the cure for your entire. This is the answer to everything I've wanted. Is that not how it works? No, <laughs> except for with me, in which case you should never leave me. Right. Um. But yeah, so it was very interesting watching them have this. uh compulsive super intense 
a lot thing. of it has less to do with the person and it's just like i'm like cause, so he was saying in some interview he's like or no this is on saturday night live he was talking about the other guy who i guess was with scarlett johansson is this oh Colin Jones? yeah he's like how come when you date someone everyone's happy for, when you date someone famous people are happy for you but when i date someone famous people want to punch me in the fucking throat and i'm going because i didn't even know this dude was dating scarlett Joe and pete They're davidson very low key. yeah and pete davidson i have to see every fucking girl he's dated if they go to get coffee if they go to get and i'm just tired of seeing his dumb fucking head yeah <laughs> like, well they were super public about it they were just posting on their social medias these overwhelming this is my love and my light and they're yeah, getting and tattoos get, and all this yeah shit. it's, it's annoying like the, colin jost low-key is dating scarlett johansson not getting tattoos and it doesn't seem like yeah it seems like an adult relationship i'm assuming whereas pete davidson it's like seems like uh fucking teenager shit yeah well i think the deal with scarlett johansson is she was married if i'm remembering correctly and she got divorced and she was kind of dating around and when she first met colin jose they were kind of seeing each other but she was seeing someone else yeah and so he kind of said to her like i don't know if i want to be with you if you're dating around whatever and then some time went by and they got back together and like started a relationship when she was ready when she was done healing from her divorce or whatever right like which is is a more realistic way of how a relationship starts is it's kind of like oh let's dip our toe in the water get to know each other blah 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 like and so it took them maybe like a it felt like a year from the first time they dated to when they became a public like exclusive couple right it was a very slow process with them and it wasn't yeah they weren't publicly getting ta- matching tattoos two weeks after meeting. yeah and then they of course broke up like fucking two days later yeah, <laughs> and now he's dating an 18 year old which i just think you should never be in a hotel room with an 18 year old i don't care if you're 19 i don't know it's weird yeah well they say right divide your age in half and then add seven and that tells you whether or not it's creepy so if you do that with pete holmes he should be 20 should be the youngest pete davidson pete david pete holmes sorry sorry pete holmes pete davidson so you should be 20 yeah but whatever close enough i get i she's very attractive yeah you know and it's cindy crawford's daughter so there's it's she's famous you know whatever but it just seems a little too he's got a lot of problems like yeah and at 18 you aren't wise enough to be with someone with problems plus why even open it up now if you're dating an 18 year old yeah people are gonna think maybe there's some other shit that you you could just as easily be dating a 17 year old and if he's she's 18 now when did they start talking yeah you know what i mean it's like into drake territory but because he's so he has problems he's a perfect example of a guy who only a younger girl will want to date because the older you get and the more wise you are you're able to say I he has some problems. I'm not going to get into all that. Yeah, ScarJo ain't going for him. Yeah, ScarJo yeah. would not fall for that shit. No. She's a grown woman. But an 18-year-old will say, "Oh, it's fine. I can help him." You know, it's that naivete and I I'm I'm very tuned into that because so my mom met my stepdad 
Um, and they married three months after meeting. And he told her the day after they got married that he was an alcoholic. He had kind of a breakdown and was like, I'm an alcoholic. You can leave me now. Like, I get it. You can go. But my mom didn't know anything about alcoholism. Right. And, and how so, awesome it was. And how <laughs> awesome it is. So she's like, no, we can work on this together. Right. Um, and then it was 11 years of just a nightmare because he's a bipolar alcoholic, which is a very uh, difficult person to live under the same roof with. And so uh, that's, but, but a naive person will. So when I was 18, I dated someone who within like six or seven months, I realized he had a drinking problem and I just broke up with him because I had watched my mom do it. And I knew I'm not going to get into all this. Like I can't, we had one night where we were at this camping trip. Uh, I used to be in a scooter club and there's an annual scooter rally where you uh, ride down to uh, Nogales uh-huh. and you camp out and it's there's like 100, 200 scooter people there. And this dude got so fucking drunk that he he was wearing three pairs of socks because it was cold and he couldn't get his shoe on and he was crying. And I said... Well, you can take some of your socks off and put your shoes on, or you can just decide not to wear your shoes because we're in the tent for the night. Yeah. And then he was just crying and crying and crying, and then looked up at me and brushed my hair out of my face and said, you smell like anal beads. <laughs> and I said... Did you? No. <laughs> I just thought, that's a problem. And that was like, I there'd been several instances of me taking care of him when he got too wasted. And then that was kind of my final, like, this is not, this is not the way that I want to be living yeah, my life. Sure. Um, and so I pulled the plug because I'd, I'd already learned from my mom, you can't fix somebody who doesn't want to be fixed. Yeah. So... So, yeah, I feel bad for this 18-year-old who's dating Pete Davidson because she doesn't know any better. But she'll learn, I guess. Yeah, uh, we'll see. And then it doesn't matter. He's going to be with some other young chick. and That's the fucked up thing. I'm not saying he's a sexual predator, but something that we've learned from uh, doing this show and exposing sexual predators. Um, William Control was one of them. Uh, Ryan Adams, where it doesn't matter how public and right. how bad their actions are and how many women that they've victimized, somehow there are still women waiting in the wings who want to be with them. R. Kelly, yeah. same thing. He's Every time he's had a trial over his sexual assaults, there are women waiting outside the courthouse with signs saying, I love you, R. Kelly, I want to be with you or whatever. Yeah. And that's how he met that one victim is yeah. she was holding a sign for him outside of court for molesting a 14 year old and then she's 15 and next thing you know he's molesting her like it just it, it upsets me because i could do this forever yeah i just like i want us as women we're not going to always agree on everything because there's too many of us to come to a complete sure. agreement but if someone has been publicly and repeatedly revealed to be a predator can we just all agree just no one fuck them anymore <laughs> you're done you're done. You've raped and assaulted people. You're done. No one's ever going to fuck you ever again. Yeah. That's and that's just my dream. Now I feel bad about um, everything I said about Pete Davidson because he's not. We don't. 
we, we have no he's just I, he's just somebody that whatever i just annoys me yeah. and i'm like if there was somebody that was it was gonna come out i'd be like i fucking knew it yeah like, you know what i mean like i'm calling it here that's how you feel about adam driver as well adam driver i just don't i liked him in the first season of girls and i you know i yeah. thought he was a good I, I, he is a good actor you know i don't I kind of liked him in that um, Don Quixote movie oh, that yeah. you weren't so super into. But at first, when I heard he was in it, because I love Terry Gilliam, and I was really looking forward to that movie, and then I found out he's like the lead in it. I was like, God damn it. But he's just, yeah, like everybody thinks he's super hot. Like you were talking about how hot he is, too. And so I don't it's talk just about like, that. That's just like a, a jealousy sort of you, thing, mostly. But I've never talked about how hot he is. You I were, asked. You asked. You provoked me and said, "Would you, is that a, a guy that you would be into?" Yeah. And I said, "Yeah, like he's dark hair, dark eyes, sure. big nose, kind of gangly. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. thing." Yeah, yeah. No, I didn't really. I don't really care. But that's like every girl. You know what I mean? And I'm like, okay, he's. I would see him being more of like a character actor you know what i mean kind of in the game but he's like taken hollywood by storm i just didn't see it yeah i just i don't see it um you got very upset at the end of rise of skywalker where he kisses ray because you love ray and you were i go get your goddamn i'm not no she's attractive but she's not like my yeah, but and all beat all. but zach said why is she letting him do that to her <laughs> i was joking <laughs> uh, I was like, get your fucking hands off. I mean, th- that is the other thing. He's playing a bad guy in the movie, and I already don't like him, so I'm just getting doubly like. Yeah. Angry. <laughs> I'm like <laughs> I personally wanted to see them fuck. Yeah, yeah, she sure did. Um, so, so those are those are so. I th- I'm sure Adam Driver's squeaky clean. <laughs> I don't think he has anything. Uh, in in his closet. Oh, actually, the more I fucking uh, now, it just seems that everyone has something. Yeah, everyone, no matter who they are, has something to hide. It's just I don't think it's anything too insidious, like like some Kevin Spacey shit. Oh yeah, so what happened with him? Yeah, I was like he forced himself apparently on some some dude. I there was only the one accusation that I knew of. I, I'm like you. I'm kind of in the dark on that. But what I do know about it was when he wanted to defend himself, he released this video that is worth checking out. It's him as his character from House of Cards. And he does this monologue that's kind of like it, you have to see it. Yeah. He's talking basically about how you can't believe everything you see in the news but he's doing it as his as his character from a show that he was fired from yes and he's like i know you're a smart you're a smart person you wouldn't believe everything until you had all the facts right and he's just like like cutting up onions or something he's like cooking he's in the kitchen because i think it was around a holiday or something oh my goodness it's so weird but i was just thinking about that the other day too and i go i guess that's kind of clever in a way though because people don't have this attachment to him as a person they have more of an attachment to his character yeah so he's like oh maybe i can get people to listen to me in this way but i think it just came off really weird where people are like dude why don't you just address this normally and be like look this isn't true or just just set the record straight defend yourself in a normal way in the worst way possible but um 
Yeah. Anyway. Oh, uh, so uh, the I knew about that video through Twitter, but mm-hmm. I've never watched it. But thinking about Twitter uh, reminded me of a discovery I made yesterday, which we didn't talk about him on my podcast. We talked about him on yours. Uh-huh. We did an episode about John McAfee and the documentary Gringo. Yeah. And that's exciting. Um, but John McAfee has a Twitter in which he uploads videos of him um, pontificating on butts or... <laughs> Yeah, he's he's something else. Yeah, he's he is a character. Uh, just listen to Bored and Sober, the Gringo episode, or watch the Gringo documentary. Do yeah, both. Do and both. Yeah, watch that. Watch that documentary at the very least, and then if you feel you need to, <laughs> then then listen to my episode, our episode that we did on on Gringo. But yeah, that documentary is wild, wild, wild. Yeah, yeah. So he, uh, well, never mind. I'm not going to give away the best part, which is the most interesting part. Well, tickle their ass with a feather, why don't you? Okay, that'll get them to watch, maybe. Okay, so there. It turns out. Spoiler alert! John McAfee has a fetish for being shit on, but not by not by beautiful women, not by girlfriends. He likes to he has a white savior complex he moves down to belize and he is trying to take over the town and he pays these girls these like local girls these poverty girls um to be his quote-unquote girlfriends and basically they just hang out at his house all day until he calls them into the backyard where he lays under a hammock that has a hole cut in it and they have to get on the hammock and shit into his mouth through the hammock his gaping maw yeah and um, it's a great scene when they have the the girls describing this, and they show it. No, they don't. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Do you? Which, wish? but a lot of the girls to them, it wasn't. They weren't <clears throat> abused or anything because apparently it cost money to finish high school in Belize, and so this one girl said, "Yeah, I used the money to finish school. I it paid better than any job in Belize because yeah. I think they said the average wage down there was." I'm trying to remember. I think the average wage was $5 a day. He he pays his security forces $25 a day. And then he paid his girlfriends $100 a day. And if you think of the average rate of pay is $5 and you're making $100 and you don't really do anything except for shit into some dude's mouth. Yeah, and you got to shit anyway. Yeah, it seems like a good deal. But anyways, <laughs> one of the videos on his Twitter is him talking about how he's an ass man and how butts are 0.7 degrees warmer than the rest of the body. And like, We're like, dude, we know about you and butts, yeah. all right? You don't need to tweet about it. We know. We know. That you like it. You like the butts and you like the things that come out of the butts. <laughs> <laughs> We're on to you, buddy. Yeah. So that's that's just like tip of the iceberg with him uh yeah there's a bunch of other crazier stuff in that documentary so check it out uh speaking of of predators that people continually defend our our president is one he um there's that tape of him admitting to groping women but he's also been straight up accused of rape and uh people defend him and that's wild to me that's just so wild to me that yeah. someone because it's it's one thing if one person makes an accusation, but if it happens again and again over decades with Donald Trump, I don't even know where to. There's so many accusations. 
there's so much wrong yeah. <laughs> with him and but he is uh, in, on top of everything else including being a drug addict um he also is a is rapist that true? yeah he's addicted to these um this cold medicine that's only available in europe that has a speed like component and allegedly he started taking it to lose weight but there's there is a picture of him in the white house where he's like looking it's like a press op and he's opening a drawer to like oh i'm a president i open a drawer and you can see boxes of this cold medicine there yeah so because people said adderall he's on some sort of speed yeah. but it's pretty much been confirmed it's this cold medicine that has a, a, a speed element to it that he cannot stop taking but because since he's become president there's like so many accusations yeah. and stuff so i have trouble filtering out what's bullshit and what's real and he's he's a, at the very least a piece of shit <laughs> like, i just feel like if someone is accused of sexual <clears throat> assault and right. rape the the world should come to a screeching halt right yeah our president has been accused of rape and like it feels like no one cares and maybe it's because there are, are so many headlines yeah that is what it is it gets lost in the shuffle yeah which because yeah there was the grab the pussy thing and then uh, but i barely remember even there was some accusations but it just never i i, I take it seriously i guess when it's like in court you know what i mean if there's some actions being taken but it just got kind of glossed over yeah. do you know the details of them well, this one lady i my, i read the article a couple of months ago but he i forget the circumstances in which they came into contact and he ended up raping her i want to say in a dressing room okay. um and full-on rape and it was maybe in the news for a week or less so right, I just right. it's weird to me. I, I mean, I'm not a huge cancel culture person, mm -hmm. but I'm sorry if if you he's the president. Yeah. If you've yeah. committed assault, you're done. I'm done hearing from you. Yeah. And it's difficult to defend someone like that, even if you, you like his politics or whatever, or you like him. Because he did have the comments about grabbing pussies and they let he, you do it. He feels entitled. And you entitled. can say that he's joking, he's whatever. Man, that was that was a pretty repulsive thing to say. Um, yeah, and yeah. it's indicative of a person who feels in, entitled, entitled to yeah. other people's bodies. So it's weird that he hasn't been canceled. Uh, I would like it if that happened. At some point, it's a weird cultural moment. Uh, I was working the night of the impeachment hearings, yeah. and then everyone was so happy. You know, he got impeached, and I was kind of like, well, it doesn't really mean anything. Right. And this regular came in who is a Trump supporter, which is weird because he's also black, and you don't see a lot of minority people. But my bar really defies odds. We have uh, gay Trump supporters, black Trump supporters. We got them all. Uh, but he, idiots of all different creeds and colors come together. <laughs> yeah, but he was trying to defend him. It's I don't even know what I started off on this about his defense of you. I think. Oh, he said he was like Trump's done this, this, and that. Blah blah blah. Like, oh, you know, Obama did all these bad things, and I was like, I was like, listen. I, I, I know Obama did bad things. He also conducted himself 
with grace and manners and that does mean a lot to me i don't think you can get through a presidency without being involved in some shady shit i don't think you can get elected or make it through a term without shitty shit but at least obama behaved like a respectable human being and this person countered well what do you want more you want somebody who has manners or somebody who protects your 401k and i was like well first of all i don't have a 401k and you're underestimating the importance that i put on having manners (laughs) i actually think conducting yourself as a respectable human being um counts for an awful lot uh you know, all this talk about politics is bumming me out. Can we get back to sexual predators? Yeah, who That's else what do makes you, me happy. Who else do you want to see canceled? <laughs> That's pro- honestly, I don't. I feel weird wishing that on anybody, but basically just people that I don't like. I'm good with just, I'll just focus it all on Pete Davidson. Yeah, he really <laughs> is getting the brunt of it. No, I'd just rather just not see him in the news yeah. anymore. That'd be good. I don't find him funny or talented either. I, uh, I, towards the end of this year, there were so many, so much predator shit that I decided to stop covering it because I just couldn't bring myself to read about it anymore. Yeah. So we'll see if in 2020 I'm able to, uh, bring it back and Um, keep busting the perps. So there's the Drake stuff. What's good about that, whether or not. Who knows what's going on with that? But whenever there's something in the news about him, I'll look at the comments intentionally just see. And it's like 50% of them are about how he's a fucking pedophile and yeah. shit. So, yeah, he was an enemy of your pod before. Pretty uh, early on. Pretty yeah. early on. Yeah. Well, because he's a groomer. He's a groomer. He's a he- groomer. Yeah. And yeah, I feel like with him, definitely where there's smoke, there's fire. Something is fucking up there wasn't there some more news about him too there was but i can't remember what it was i think it came out during my hiatus from reading about sexual predators <laughs> um if you if you guys know what's going on with drake you can write in um on instagram or twitter or sydney delorean at gmail.com yeah let me know what's going on but uh so that was something he's not like going to jail or anything he's probably being kind of smart about it well that one girl who was his girlfriend at the time we did the episode she was 18 when they started dating but he met her when she was 16 and they maintained a quote-unquote friendship until she turned 18 and that's kind of the same thing that he was suspected of trying to do with Millie Bobby Brown. And apparently he was texting Billie Eilish and, and she's like, no, we're just friends. And it's like, that's how they fucking get you. They, they, you think that you're just friends. Nothing, nothing's going on. We're just friends, but he's getting you comfortable with him. He's building a bond. And then the minute you turn 18, he's going to put the moves on you. How old is Billie Eilish? She just turned 18. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. He's a groomer and yeah, just kind of sucks anyway. I don't even care. I don't even care if he does anything. He's a fucking turd. Yeah. But, um, who else you got on your list, baby? I think that's it. There's, um, Takashi, did he molest people? Yeah. That guy's a piece of shit too. Um, I feel like there's, uh, Sad Baby Beck gave me some names that I don't have written down near me of people who've been accused of shit that I just wasn't familiar with them. They're YouTubers and SoundCloud people. Um, so oh, this is funny, like Takashi 
six nine sort of story. So my sister lives in Brooklyn, right? And uh, I don't even think I told you this. She was at at the bar that she frequents. John Norris, the old MP, oh the DJ, yeah, uh, VJ, uh, yeah, he's always there, like drink. I don't want to say always, but I think that's a bar that he frequents as well. And she knows him a little bit, like uh-huh. they she'll have beers and chat with them kind of and so she like took a picture i think uh with them and she's like just hanging out with john norris and i go i go i'll tell him i'd send him a a big fan of his fame and uh if he wants to listen to my demo (laughs) and she goes nah he was just and i'm joking obviously i wouldn't do i don't think he has any pull in that way but uh she goes nah he was just telling me how uh one of his favorite artists is Takashi Six Nine. <laughs> That's unexpected, right? Yeah, that is unexpected. John Norris. Huh. If you don't know who he is, look him up. And you'll be like, oh, that guy. Or unless you're actually your listeners are younger, they probably don't know who he is. Yeah, they don't because they th- he wasn't on MTV when they were. Yeah, he was he was like um, he was the news guy, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, he's kind of a big deal for for us, like because yeah. we, we all watched MTV religiously or at least I did. And a lot of people I didn't have cable because it was the devil. But, but everybody but Sydney mm-hmm. uh, watched a lot of MTV and he was just and even, you know, who he is. Yeah, yeah, I saw him at Guitar Center when I lived in New York. Yeah, I guess he's just out and about in New York. But uh, anyway, yeah, so Takashi 6 9 like, they had him on video doing some pretty foul shit with, like, an underage girl. But uh. he ended up, like, snitching on a bunch of other people. That's another story I don't know a whole lot about. But he, like, ratted a bunch of people out and I think got, like, his sentence reduced or something. I don't know. Yeah, I'll have to yeah, look he- into it he got a deal you know who else i don't know if i'm going to do an episode about it but the um dude from die is it die antward oh yeah yeah ninja that guy yeah he uh, apparently is a real groomer and sexual predator yeah and that girl was putting uh up like text that he sent her it was pretty crazy then she put out a video with all the texts in it and it's because basically he kind of lures girls out like oh i want to do your demo whatever come stay with me and whatever do a bunch of acid and go yeah. into the woods well and then that's ultimately what ends up happening is like they him his wife who apparently he plucked out of poverty when she was a teenager and they all do acid and have sex and like it, he's he's looking and i never liked them i think they're gross. they're always a gimmick yeah, yeah. With shitty music but um now I definitely don't like them because he's a molester. Yeah. 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 See, it makes it easy. Yeah, what sucks is when it's somebody you like. And, and it's interesting how people will defend someone because, like, listen, a lot of people have canceled Woody Allen. Yeah. I didn't cancel him. <laughs> right. So, but I also don't believe that he's a molester. I'm not going to get into that with you. We've done it before. Yeah, but uh, but but, yeah, but I'm saying like I'm saying like I'm I'm yeah. as guilty as anybody else of um if I like someone defending them more. Well, I I'm a huge fan of of Woody Allen's films, but mm-hmm. I don't waste any energy trying to defend him. You yeah. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Same thing with Louis CK like 
huge fan of his comedy and all, uh, like most of his work, but I don't waste any time trying to defend him. It's just, um, it's just unfortunate. It's two people I like, and with both of them, the writing is a little bit on the wall. So that there's, it, it's very much in their work. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of it for me. I guess once you get into music, then it gets a little bit, you know. There's especially um, like in the old older days. I think it's because you could get away with it. That's why people wanted to be famous because it gave you a license to kill. Yeah. You can fucking, if you can play the guitar good and write a hit song, you can go out and grab pussies and do whatever and do fuck underage this. girls. And if you're Elvis, you can fucking tell the parents, I'm going to marry your fucking 13 year old daughter or however old she was. You had a license to kill back then. Um, but now it's you actually have to behave. So is do you even really want to be famous? <laughs> I just want to be rich. Yeah, yeah. That's that's but, but that's the appealing famous. part. See, but if you can be famous and not be rich, it's the worst thing ever. It yeah, sounds that would like, be hell. To be recognized by everyone and people judge you and this and that. All the bad parts you get, but none of the money. Yeah. Like a reality star, a lot of them, you know. Yeah, they don't make a lot of money. Unless they know how to parlay that shit, you know. Yeah, and the social media. Yeah. Sponsorships. So if, if um, any of those shit yourself tees want to sponsor the podcast, I'm open to that. Shit yourself tease? What? Uh, it's an Instagram thing. Sorry, you guys. Uh, Zach's not. Up. I'm not. No. He's not up on these things. All the celebrities sponsor these, get, are sponsored by these teas, and they do posts that are like, I love my skinny tea. I was feeling blah after the holidays, but this got me my body back. And it's just a tea that makes you shit. Oh. But um, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of brands and all the lower tiered celebrities do get sponsorships from them um so yeah if any sort of shit yourself tea any popper company um who else can sponsor the show anybody anybody really that's true you're like drake uh any sexual predators (laughs) sad baby back is a sponsor of the show so that's good there we go um but yeah uh, you know, just if you want to throw money at me, I'm open to that. They know. They know. You're like John McAfee telling people, listen, I like butts. <laughs> people know you want money. <laughs> I want people to throw money on me the way John, John McAfee, McAfee wants, wants shit on to him. poop on him. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> just like that. Right in your mouth. Huh? I will get under that <laughs> hammock <laughs> and they can throw money through the Baby, hole. Baby, we have a hammock. Do you want me to shit out? Money. <laughs> Do I get to keep the money? Yeah. Yeah. But it's covered in poop. No, I don't want your, I don't want your poop money. <laughs> you don't need dirty money. You I don't got want, my clean money. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to have to launder my money. Yeah. Literally. I don't want to You do take that. the money to a laundromat. I'd like to launder this shitty money. <laughs> Ma'am, I don't know where you heard this. I gave her an accent because probably. I yeah, don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um all right well, is that it that's it we kind of did a show we mostly just talked about pete how, davidson, pete davidson. <laughs> um, i'm sorry sorry guys sorry pete davidson 2020 now i like him i've been so hard on him i like him now um 2020 we're gonna have uh 
some great episodes for you that are organized and researched, unlike this one, which is also very good, I'm sure. If you like chaos, listen to Bored and Sober, because that's what that is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Happy hump day. And uh, happy new year. Oh, yeah. Whatever. All right. Bye. Bye.